Hello and welcome to What the F*** Just Happened Today, your essential guide to the daily shock and awe in national politics. I'm Joe Anditas. Let's get to it. It's Tuesday, December 19th, 2023. Welcome to Day 1064. little breaking news to start. The Colorado Supreme Court removed Trump from the state's 2024 presidential ballot, ruling that Trump engaged in an insurrection leading up to the riot at the Capitol on January 6, 2021. The decision reads, A majority of the court holds that President Trump is disqualified from holding the office of president under Section 3 of the 14th Amendment to the United States Constitution. Because he is disqualified, it would be a wrongful act under the election code for the Colorado Secretary of State to list him as a candidate on the presidential primary ballot. The ruling marks the first time in U.S. history that Section 3 of the 14th Amendment's Insurrection Clause has been used to disqualify a presidential candidate. The 4-3 ruling will be placed on hold pending appeal until January 4, 2024. Moving on, Texas Republican Governor Greg Abbott signed one of the harshest state immigration bills in modern U.S. history into law. Senate Bill 4 makes unauthorized border crossings a state crime, authorizes state officials to arrest undocumented immigrants anywhere in the state, and allows judges to issue de facto deportation orders. The law also makes it a state crime, a Class B misdemeanor, to cross the Texas-Mexico border between ports of entry and carries a punishment of up to six months in jail. Repeat offenders could face a second-degree felony with a punishment of two to 20 years in prison. The law also allows a judge to drop the charges if a migrant agrees to be deported to Mexico, regardless of whether or not they emigrated from Mexico in the first place. The American Civil Liberties Union and the Texas Civil Rights Project immediately filed a lawsuit challenging the constitutionality of the new Texas law. Meanwhile, after winning a $148 million defamation suit against Rudy Giuliani, the two Georgia election workers who filed the suit sued him again. Ruby Freeman and Shea Moss want a court to permanently bar Giuliani from repeating his debunked claims and from making further defamatory statements against them. After an eight-person federal jury ordered Giuliani to pay the two workers $148 million in damages, Giuliani told reporters that his debunked allegations were supportable and are supportable today, adding that he was in possession of video evidence demonstrating the truth of his allegations. Giuliani, however, claimed he was unable to present the evidence of all the videos at the time showing what happened at the arena. In August, U.S. District Judge Beryl Howell found Giuliani was liable for defaming Freeman and Moss, a determination that was based in part on his refusal to preserve and turn over key evidence in the case. And finally, the United Nations Security Council delayed a vote on a new resolution calling for more humanitarian aid and a ceasefire in Gaza. Israeli forces have killed around 20,000 Palestinians since October 7th, 70% of whom are women and children, and the majority of the enclave's 2.2 million people have now been displaced, with an estimated 60% of the population facing starvation. Diplomats have been working to finalize a resolution drafted by the UAE which calls for a cessation of hostilities to allow for the delivery of needed humanitarian aid, with hopes of getting the United States to abstain or vote in favor of the resolution. The U.S. was the only Security Council member to veto the two previous ceasefire resolutions. 
And in the General Assembly, the U.S. was among 10 countries that voted against a resolution calling for an immediate humanitarian ceasefire. Israel, meanwhile, reportedly offered to pause fighting in Gaza for a week as part of a new deal to get Hamas to release more than three dozen hostages. That's all for now. You can find the links and sources for all of these stories on the main website. And as always, visit WhatTheFuckJustHappenedToday.com for the latest news and headlines. Until next time, I'm Joe Anditas.